Hi everybody, I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your, your, your Twilight, Twilight phase. phase. No, that was terrible. I thought it was good. I thought it sounded great. No, Olivia sounded so off. You're only saying that because I said it about you last time. No, You're I, no you actually sounded off. It would I be like Melissa to remember that and think Fine. of it every day. Like, I can't forget. Also, how would I remember that? That was like four weeks ago. When it was, was a long time ago. Um, listeners, thanks for your patience. Life continues to come at us. Uh, but yeah, we're here we are. We're back, finally. What's that Ferris yeah. Bueller quote? Uh, life keeps passing you by you're gonna miss it i don't know is it like um <laughs> life idea. comes at you pretty fast pretty fast if you don't don't blink miss or it. you'll miss it yeah or something like that yeah uh look as that. previously stated if we miss a week when we said we weren't going to somebody has covid so just okay well we used to say well, we used to say is if we miss a week and we haven't told you, we forgot to post it, which is that. sometimes true. But these days, it's generally not true. Somebody's <laughs> traveling or sick. Yeah. To be fair, um, I'm still post COVID, y'all. I had COVID yeah. uh, for the third time. third time. That's why we skipped the first week. That's right. And Maya was also traveling the second week. Yeah. But, you know, homegirls got to recover and milk that for all its worth how are you feeling you get covid three times and not get something out of it um i'm feeling better thank you that's good that's great did you do anything this long weekend i played zelda the whole weekend it was great uh my so boyfriend loves that game <laughs> is he playing the new one yeah yes! yeah he like bought the new one the day that it came out yeah. Scott also is playing, right? Maya? Yeah, he loves it. It is like really impressive technology. I'm like, uh-huh. man, I don't know how they coded this. This is sick. Truly, I don't um, want to play it, but I'm happy. I have to send you else. some fun videos that I have of myself playing. Um, I don't really think that I'm a good Zelda player. I primarily play for the horses. Um, you can collect so many more horses now mm. um i <laughs> melissa's so review five horses. stars <laughs> the horses are by far the best part so uh but literally a few days ago i was like talking to my friend ellen she's like have you done this temple yet i was like temple what temple you're like are you talking about the plot the, the plot game? the storyline interested in that and she's like most it's literally the main story it's the first thing they tell you to do and i was like well there are horses i don't know what to tell you are you now like 30 hours into this game i'm way more than 30 hours in i'm definitely like 70 hours in and it's just horses (laughs) i'm really happy for you thank you did you used to have any of those computer games that were just like riding horses I didn't, but my friend did, and I tried to go to her house all the time. So yeah, one of my cousins had one of those. Yeah, yeah. That's I sick. loved a good computer game back when yeah. you needed like a disc. What was your favorite desktop computer game of your childhood? Uh, Zumbinis. What's that? <laughs> um, it's like these little egg-shaped weirdos. Uh, I don't really remember what we did, but there were a lot of customizations. And you know what? My favorite gameplay is just really foraging. Yeah. 
You know, I just like picking up shit. You still loved collecting forage. shit. Yeah, yeah, you're a collector. I don't remember there being any horses in Zumbinis, but uh, maybe was... in the next iteration of the game. You know, <laughs> maybe you should start a petition. Petition have them bring to bring back, back Zumbinis. Zumbinis. Listen, we're in the age of nostalgia. Everything's it's coming true. back. Yep. Yeah, bring back Zumbinis. Yep. I'm actually gonna look up Zumbinis. Please do. It was so cute. We uh, did not have Oregon Trail, but we did have Amazon Trail. So I would play, like, traveling down the Amazon River, and you'd have to, you know, you'd, like, get malaria and try to recover from malaria or, like, go spear fish fishing. Did you guys get those games that they tried to sell you at school every year? There was yeah, I like, loved them. Great. I yeah. just looked them up. They were called Clue Finder. Yes, Clue Finder. And that was definitely my favorite PC game. I fucking uh. loved Clue Finders. Yeah. I'm later gonna try to figure out if I can emulate Clue Finders on my computer. Wait, tell me if you can, though. Wait, okay, I definitely know. will. Okay. Um, my weekend was sick as hell. I was <laughs> hanging out with my nephew. He's 15. We had so much fun. We went whitewater rafting in Whoa. Tennessee. Wow. It was awesome. Check our Instagram for a pic. Yeah, I posted a pic, and it was, it was super funny. Yeah. Thank you. It was really fun. Uh, should we talk about Twilight? Sure. I guess. What a good idea. I, know, I read this a week ago when I thought we were still recording, um, and I have not looked at it since, so... Okay, well, it's definitely not my turn. It's, I think it's, it's my definitely turn. my turn. It's definitely me. It's turn. Yeah. Um, and I would do... I would read something from the email. However, my nephew is visiting from... For, from me. My nephew is visiting... <laughs> Uh, and I'm just gonna keep him moving so that I can hang out with him. So, sorry, listeners. Sorry, uh, not sorry. Bite me. Look, that's called life. Yeah, bite me. Okay? Bite and me. it'll, it'll pass you by. It'll, it'll pass you by. Okay? <laughs> Chapter 34. Declare. How the fuck is this book not done yet? I don't know. This Chapter 34. This is a nothing chapter. Yeah. It was a nothing chapter. So, Bella comes home from her little excursion, and she is concerned because she doesn't want Edward to know that she was up to anything. So, she pulls it off. Edward doesn't know that she was up to anything, although he does seem a little suspicious. Um, And then, things start to get weird, because it is revealed one day that Alistair, the vampire that I love the most of all the vampires, (laughs) has peaced out. Because, presumably, he just thinks this fight isn't worth it, everybody's gonna get slaughtered, there's no point in standing against the Voltori, and he doesn't want to stand with them, so he pieces out. And that rocks the group. And everybody has to declare what they are going to do, basically. So they all go around- decide to do this. Yeah, it's like, look, all of this has, like, already been discussed and decided. Why are you now going over again? like what people plan to do like i just don't understand the point of this whole discussion but they go around and some people are like like for instance the romanians are like look the voltori are way too powerful and every time they clash with anybody they get even more powerful this is our only opportunity to potentially weaken them and if we don't do it this time it's too late so we hope it does turn into a fight we would love to fight the voltori let's go let's go some of the other vampires are like look if it turns into a fight, I'm 
I don't want any of that, you know? Like, if it comes down to my life or death, like, I'm gonna fight with the Volturi against you if I really had to, but, like, I don't want to. And some of them are like, look, I'm here to witness as described. (laughs) And if it turns into a fight, I'm just gonna run away. You know, like, they just kind of go over what everybody is feeling. Um, And it's... Like, the Romanian part, like, is actually fun, but beyond that, it, like, doesn't really matter. Um, then they're just waiting for the Volturi to come around, and Bella's out hunting one day, and she has a realization. Her realization is that Renesme can put images into her head, which nobody else can do. So she's like, oh my god, my shield has holes. All we this- talked about this. Yeah, this big plan that we've come up with, what if it doesn't work? Like, what if I can't protect the people that I need to protect so that we can take down the Volturi? And, like, all of this is for naught. Um, All of this partially being the plan that she has set up for Jacob and Renezme. Right. Oh, and also they have Christmas, but it's, like, a real, (laughs) like, bummer of a Christmas. For some reason, the entire pack goes to Charlie's house. It's like, don't you guys have parents? And, like, yeah, like, why are you all at Charlie's? would be a lot of people. Yeah. Charlie's only half decorated the tree. Yeah. Sue's doing all of it. And Bella gives Renesme a little Yeah, why are they at Sue's house? Who, Who... Maybe because the vampires can't go there. Maybe they're like, hey, look, this this aspect of the treaty, you guys still aren't welcome. We don't (laughs) want you stinking up our house. (laughs) Uh, Renesmee is gifted a little locket. uh, And Bella, like, her whole thing is really just, like, I am grateful that I believe that Renesmee and Jacob at least will survive this, but I'm really worried that my instinct on that is wrong and they won't. Like, that's what happens. That's the chapter. Uh, the only thing that you missed is that... Bless you? <laughs> Melissa's trying to sleep. <laughs> now that I've talked nope. to her, she's Look at the light. To... Okay. Yeah, stare at the light. <laughs> I was about to sneeze. She didn't even mute herself. She was so ready to sneeze and hadn't even yeah. muted herself. Nope. Okay, anyways. <laughs> the thing that you missed is that for Christmas, Jacob gives her a promise ring bracelet. Right? Oh my god. Did I miss it or did I block it out? Or did you block it out of your brain so that you wouldn't know that you knew it? You also missed that ultimately Edward said he'd come to think about Bella's realization before about uh, Renesme being able to put images in her head. And she thinks that she can receive but not put out? Was that it? Yeah, it's that Bella is like a perfect shield. And Renesme has inherited that gift in reverse. So right. this was so, I was like, she whatever. can like <laughs> instead of blocking out mental stimuli, she can project it to anyone. And Which, I was like, like, this seems like, like a real a rock in a hard place. Like, yeah, if who's a to say shield, which one would which one, win? Right? I'm like, I was like, whatever. Uh, and yeah, also, whatever. just like, like. No, Renesmee's gift is being able to put images in people's heads. Like, like the <laughs> added aspect of, like, even if they're a shield is, like, right. what are you talking No, she already <laughs> has her gift, okay? Um, so I, I give you an eight. Start... Oh, okay, yeah, I, I, give, I give you an eight, too. Um, 
I did want to start out with, um, you know, I don't think Stephanie sought to write an anti-police book, but, you know, I'm just really digging what I come to read as, like, anti-popo vibes. Like, are, <laughs> because Charlie's so incompetent? No, because the Volturi are the vampire oh. police! Right, 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 right. I had no idea where you were going this because I was also thinking too hard about Charlie. Oh my god, no, because the Volturi are like the police of the vampire world. They this decide, is true. Uh, you know, who, what the rules are, who can break them. And Alistair in this chapter is like, uh, y'all are dumb. If Even if we say we have witnesses, and the Romanians also, they're like, they're gonna like destroy you guys anyway like you're the biggest coven you're like too powerful you have things that they want like you can have as many witnesses as you want and they're still gonna do exactly what they want to do which is kill you and i was like oh my god that sounds just like something i know in real life (laughs) i really did love the romanians perspective because they were like you guys listen the voltori already know what they want out of this interaction mm-hmm. what you show literally doesn't matter literally like it doesn't literally matter. doesn't matter they've been waiting to do this and now they have their excuse and so you could show them like i don't know maybe renesme doesn't even exist doesn't fucking matter <laughs> yeah they were like look we were power hungry asshole rulers too but right. at least we didn't like pretend to, to be, be good like, people right this <laughs> justice bound organization yeah like they were like we did it because we liked power exactly and we hope there's more but, like, power the in our future pretends that they like to uphold the rules but right. like yeah there's this moment where the romanians oh i found it actually only the romanians were composed their small half smiles ironic they seemed amused at how the others wanted to think well of their ancient enemies. It really is like, look, we are so wise. We know so much more than you. How adorable that you could be so naive uh, to right. think that the Volturi actually care about their loss. Right. And Alistair, who's honestly, arguably the smartest of everyone, said, was like, he th- so they say of Alistair that he thinks they will find an excuse to achieve their goals here. Like, Alistair knows this shit, and he's like, I'm getting out of here, y'all. Like, they're yeah. gonna kill all of you, no matter what witnesses you have. Like, yeah, okay, I'll just witness my own death. Pass. He is the smartest one. Here's a question <laughs> for you, though. Because some of the vampires are like, look, I do believe that this is very risky and that it's probably smarter for me to leave but i also believe that it's the right thing to do right. for me to stay what would you do that's a great question i like to think that i would stay if i'm a vampire i'm probably staying because you know? you're like look i'm i can like probably escape <laughs> right and also like how long have i been alive who cares if i die you know like if i've already i been don't around... think that's how most immortal people feel I feel like it's what they would feel, though. Like, I don't know. Once you get it past 100 years, like, ugh, I don't know. Who, who gives a shit what happens? <laughs> I do feel like we've, I mean, 100 years is probably, like, a low bar for no, this. But <laughs> I do feel like we've talked a lot about how immortality does not sound appealing. 
Like, even for the Cullens, like, the Cullens have the best case scenario. You have a family around you, like, you have all the resources you could possibly want, and it's still, like, man, their existence. I'm just bored. <laughs> we actually, in this chapter, have one little hint of Bella being like, hmm, maybe never sleeping again actually doesn't yes, sound so she hot. she does say that. And I was <laughs> like, oh my god, you sleep. finally admitted it. You admitted it. About but Esme's conked out, and Bella says, I envied her. It would have been nice to escape reality, even for just a few hours. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Imagine just being awake always. Yeah. I mean, I will say that, you know, it would take me a while to get from, we have this vampire baby, and we uh, want you to die for her. I'd be like, mm, I don't know about that. But... If I'm, like, around long enough to be like, OMG, the Volturi are corrupted Popo, then that's a whole different story. I, yeah, I feel like if somebody came to me and was like, look, the Volturi will destroy my family unless we have witnesses, I think I'd get sucked into it, too. Because at first it's like, look, I'm just going to witness for you. Then you hang out around for a few days and you start really thinking about it. And it's like, well, if it does turn into a fight, am I gonna, like, run away? I mean, maybe. I don't know what I'd actually do until I'm there. But I I think that at that point I'd be too deep in and I would also fight. I also am assuming I have a cool vampire power in this scenario. Which you might not. Yeah, but in this scenario, I do. (laughs) Your Uh, vampire power would be, like, foraging. (laughs) <laughs> so, like, you'd, like, find a good weapon? Yeah. <laughs> I'll take I it. probably I would want to run away I and would, feel well, like yeah. the Volturi are so powerful that, like, you're fucked either way. Like, it's already right. too late. As they all said to the Cullens, like, yeah, okay, like, well, you're saying that all you need is for us to witness, but here we are, and now we know things, and it's kind of too late. I was literally thinking about Breaking Dawn as I was witnessing a, a police encounter like a couple weeks ago. I texted Olivia this because this was literally right outside her apartment. And I was just like, there were, there were police who were like surrounding a black guy. And I was like, this is it, Melissa. This is your white moment to witness. <laughs> were you like, this is my white savior moment? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, no. This is this is the moment that people call to you as a white person to Uh-oh. to be present. And yeah. and so even though I was oh, deeply uncomfortable, I stayed and I and it was ended up being a completely fine like I don't know thing. He had like passed out and so there was a ambulance coming. But I stayed and I watched the whole thing and I was like I'm a witness. You did Just the right like, thing. Thank you, you did the right thing. The whole time I'm glad I was you like, recorded can to I... me because I wanted to know if it was the old black man who is like, at, like my buildings old. No, no, it wasn't him. Who's just always chilling out so on the street. But the whole time I was thinking, I was like, I don't want to be here. This could be dicey. What if it gets dicey? Oh my god, I've never been in a dicey police like situation. But I was like, Melissa, this is literally your duty. And it's like, okay, well, if it's dicey for you. Exactly. Is, yeah, so much dicier. So I stayed. Very diced. But so, oh, maybe because of that situation, I would, would stay and fight the Volturi. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, 
I think that you would because I feel like I feel that kind of like me, you'd get like caught up in the moment and be like, "Oh, we're doing this now," <laughs> just like be in the fight. And especially if everyone else is doing it, I don't want to be like the one person who like, doesn't do it. <laughs> no, like go on. <laughs> And then, like, what if they win and everybody knows that you're the coward? You're the asshole who skipped town. Yeah. I would rather die than have that fate, so. And Carlisle tells everybody, he's like, look, we're not gonna begrudge you if you leave. But it's like, that's Carlisle saying that? If I'm a Cullen, I'd be like, I mean, I would. (laughs) I would. I'd witness for you. If Carlisle asked me to do fucking anything, I'm sure I'm like, Oh, God. Like, Carlisle asking me to do something? (laughs) Now I know this is, like, a moral imperative. Right. (laughs) That's his power. That's Carlisle's power. Uh, Carlisle and Siobhan have this, like, funny little exchange that nobody else understands. Because Carlisle believes that Siobhan's power is that she can just, like, get her way. She can manifest things. Yeah, I, like, that's Carlisle believes in manifestation, and Siobhan does not, even though yeah. she's capable even though of she's manifestation. The one cap- and I she's like, that "That's not my power." To me, it's like such an Ella Enchanted situation. Yeah, it's like, can she manifest that it's not her power? Can she like take away her <laughs> right. own power? Like, can she take away? God, that's By an not excellent believing? callback, Maya. I love that book. Thank you. Uh, and everybody is just like. We don't know what that's about. Whatever. <laughs> it's fine. It's definitely going to come around again, I feel like. She's definitely going to manifest something. I mean, it better, but this book isn't, like, super well-constructed, so <laughs> it um, might do not. Do we need to talk a moment about Bella The whole beginning of the book? The whole beginning I mean, of the, the chapter. the whole beginning of the chapter. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, it, there is a cute moment. Edward is playing her lullaby on the piano as she comes in and Bella does have this moment where she's like they don't know we're fucked we're all fucked only I know and to think that just yesterday I would have been happily listening to this romantic piano song but instead I know we're fucked the curse of knowledge girly knowledge baby yeah it's hard and she does a pretty good job of like being chill and nonchalant about everything until she gets to like the point where she's like Oh, I got Renesmee a Christmas gift. LOL, no big deal. And Edward's like, what is it? And she's like, it's a locket. And it says, what does it say? More Um, than my own life in French. More than my own life. And Edward's like, that's a weird inscription to give, considering I know you want to sacrifice yourself at every opportunity. Yeah, and, you know, know? just feels a little loaded for this (laughs) moment. Especially because Renesmee is a baby (laughs) Like, she probably looks like a two- to three-year-old, but... And, like, we know from the illustrated guide that she has the fully formed brain of an adult. But, like, you'd think that it would be, like, this is a set of colorful, like, items for her to play with, you know? like Right? She's still a child. Well, she's, like, reading philosophy, so she doesn't want toys. <laughs> that just sucks. Like, you never... Like, right, she when does never... she get to play? Yeah, when does she play? Only with Jacob? That's <clears throat> it? Yes. 
I did think it was really funny that she gives Renesmee this locket that's more than my own life, but then, like, a page later when they're talking about how she's, like, so relieved that Renesmee and Jacob are leaving and also is kind of relieved that Edward is also going to be dying with her because she can't live without him. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, if you're going out, I'm going out. If you're going out, I'm going out. so dark. I know. I was like, what the fuck? It's really dark. Like, like, as important as love is, there is life after love. Having your children have parents. I was like, if there's a scenario where Edward dies. Dying at the same time as your husband. Right? Are you going to kill yourself and then take away your daughter's mother? Because you can't handle this? I kind of get it. Okay, I kind of get it, but like. But look, it's the scenario that she's in, right? Like, let's say it was a different scenario then she'd be like i must soldier on for my daughter but in this scenario renesme and jacob have run and if she lives it probably means that she lives like under the thumb of the voltori and this like she's true. not going to be able to see her daughter she's again assuming that she does not live free yeah. i mean it's like it's the just lesser like, assuming of she the dies. in this paragraph she just phrases it as if he was leaving this world then i would be right behind him which comes off as like uh, Edward's dead, so I'm In just gonna. In any circumstances, I'm just yeah. gonna make that happen for me. Yeah, I just think that that like she probably does kind of feel that way, but that <laughs> if it came down to it and she could live free and be with her daughter, she would. Right. But since that's not the context, she's just like, sure, yeah, sure. if they get him, they're getting me too, because. It was like more, I was like, girlfriend, you're just giving this locket more than your own life to your daughter, but like also Edward dies, I'm deaf dying too. So like, uh, the okay. other present, oh, and and Edward knows that she's keeping something from right. him, but he doesn't say anything. She doesn't say anything, but she like, knows that he knows that she like, knows. Something. I know that he knows that I know <laughs> yeah. that he knows. Yeah, but uh, the yeah. other present that oh. Renesmee receives. Oh is God. an mp3 player yeah. from edward so already cute. holding five thousand songs five thousand songs uh, which to me so is like amazing. very much like i am a parent that is going to indoctrinate you into my interest yep, yeah it's filled with edward's favorites it's yeah filled like, with edward's favorites. what is it what like what personality does renesme have other than like being cantankerous and like loving jacob like what are her interests Right. What would a we good gift for Renesmee actually be? We, we don't, don't know, know any of them. I we don't know. Um, we do know that they that Edward remembered to get a gift for Charlie, and, and he was not like, Bella. He was but the only one. To it remember. was priority overnight shipping, so it's like <laughs> he remembered a day ago. Just Still, I was like, bless Edward. What were you gonna do about I'll just be at Christmas and be like, oh, Dad, uh. Sorry, forgot about you. <laughs> Even though I brought my daughter to your house and explicitly went out Christmas shopping. Right. I told you that I was doing that. Specifically that whole day that I was gone from your house. Yeah, and I bought one gift. Right. One. Which she says she saw in the window of an antique shop. As she was like driving, driving by. by. Which I'm, I was so surprised that the narrative did not call out how incredible it was. How she, she was she driving saw and not even so looking, but she still saw a locket from that far away. See, I felt like you're using Christmas shopping as an excuse for why you were gone. Yeah, longer, maybe you should but say then... you agonized all day long. Yeah. 
Instead of like, oh yeah, I just happened to see this and I went in and I picked it up. What else were you doing all day? Uh, yeah. And we also get like one throwaway line about Renee. Oh my God. <laughs> so funny. Oh my God. I have it. I haven't seen my mother since the wedding, but I found it could only be glad for the gradual distancing that had begun two years ago. She was too fragile for my world. And I was like, so you're, you just don't like call her? You gotta finish time? it. You gotta finish it. Okay, she was too fragile for this world. I didn't want her to have any part of this. Charlie was stronger. A oh, fucking um, please. Charlie is strong as shit. Whatever. Yeah. Doesn't <laughs> it call her for Christmas? She's just like, whatever. It's my, who cares? It's right. my mom. Like, Screw we still, her. you know, I'm still remembering, like, Renee doesn't know that Bella is a mom now. No. Bella doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't assume... know anything. Can you imagine becoming a mom and not having any thoughts about your mom? That's unfathomable to me. Unfathomable. Have no zero thoughts. Like you were raised by someone, and now you are raising someone. You'd at least be thinking about how you were raised. Like, yeah. But no, it's just unnatural. I feel like she probably has thought about Renee some, but it's more just like, look, it's just easier if we if we uh, don't get into all that. It's you know? definitely easier for the plot of the book. I just yeah, find sure. it so odd. Like, it's not like, I don't know. There could be some manufactured actual rift between them. But, like, Something. book one, she was desperately trying to save her mother. The what? entire yeah. plot of the end, the climax of book one hinges on Bella being, like, desperate to save her mother. And now here we are, and she's like, well, I haven't talked to her, but, like, whatever, I guess. Yeah. I'll just never talk to her again in my whole immortal life. It's all, like, cool. It's just... It's weird. It's just weird and convenient. And annoying. But, you know, I guess... I guess there's an interesting aspect to that, and that, like, a lot has happened since book one. And it's like, okay, I had to do all that to save my mom because she was in contact with my world like mm -hmm. by this distance i can keep her safer it's like, just wild to me that you decide to do that for one parent and not the other well the difference between renee and charlie is that charlie will go along with like let's not ask questions need to know sure. renee would not do that but like okay but also it's, it's just, just like absurd. charlie happens to be here right yeah and i don't Jacob think this is good him in I don't think this is good at all. Uh, it's true. I don't think it Jacob makes Jacob did tell Charlie without asking. Yeah. Um, that is true. Yeah. But yeah. now she's acting like it was the like the logical choice. Right. <laughs> yeah. And like it was a Okay, wait. Decision. So Charlie has At what point did they swear Charlie to secrecy to not tell Bella's mother? Right. That there's a grandchild. I mean, I guess they don't, like, my parents don't talk to each other. Yeah, they I don't definitely just, like, assume talk casually. I feel like it felt like they were sort of kind of occasionally in You like, do not that really, when you have, but, like, a, when you have a child that you're mutually, like, raising. Right. Like, but once I went to college, my parents just ceased all communication with each other. I felt like that scene at the end of the wedding where yeah. Renee is, like, being hugged by Phil but holding hands with Charlie as they, like, wave goodbye. I felt like that was kind of, like, a concluding moment for them. Like, 
all these different forms of love that coexist and now like their duty as co-parents has been completed and they have like a warmth and affection for each other but I don't really see them being in touch yeah Even if I were Charlie I would absolutely be like let me send you this adorable picture of Renesme. but yeah I feel like I, it's different once but I, I I also just feel like I don't remember them telling him not to tell Right. I think that that's kind of understood with the like need to know basis, I mean, yeah. And like he knows who Renee two years is. Old. Yeah, um, he knows I... Renee is not gonna not be able to ask questions. Yeah, I do remember honestly thinking that Renee was definitely gonna have another kid with Phil, and that was gonna like come up at some point. Like, oh, Renee's having another baby, and she's doing a whole mother thing over again, and whatever. It's all that like... would be fascinating right i agree and like bella is becoming a mother at the same time i think it would have been fun and you know what that gives an excellent reason for the for like renee to be kind of detached like she's raising a whole other baby too and her first one's off doing fine like go ahead be off (laughs) and as far as we know renee doesn't have a job yeah oh i think wasn't she a teacher she used to be a teacher she used to be a teacher but now that she's married to Phil, Phil break, brings she travels with money. him. Right. Like, she might have a job. But, like, when Bella goes to Florida to visit, I don't remember a line being like, and Renee took a few days off work to spend time no. with us. Like, yeah. I don't think that she works. So she has what plenty of time to be like, where's my daughter? <laughs> hey, what's up with her? Uh, but I she's imagine her just like yeah like finding a bunch of communities wherever she's living getting into like a knitting class and getting really into the knitting drama and like, yep. Yep. and like oh all of a sudden it's been nine months and I didn't even realize where all the time had gone I guess so because yeah, she guess. used to be like so like worried about Bella but I feel like maybe she just like trusts I mean maybe Edward right, so much and like knows right. that Bella is safe and she Bella's doesn't have true. to worry Bella's about her. Bella's married she's like okay and someone else away. is someone else's problem. Care of her. Yeah. <laughs> it used to drive me bananas that if I didn't text my mom when I got home every night she'd like think I was dead and she would panic and call me a million times and it's like if I did something after work and so I, like, didn't text her at, like, 6.05 that I got home. It'd be a whole thing. And it's like, I need some freedom to live my fucking life. Oh, my God. Without the panic. But then I moved in with Scott. No worries. Wow. No. She was like, oh, suddenly there is a man to protect you. <laughs> and I think that she, like, wouldn't consciously put it like that. Right, of but, like, but, like, that's how, that's that's how what happened. Yeah. So that's how I took it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, anyway, Renee. see you okay. never. Uh, there's okay. another parent-child-esque relationship that's interesting, which is that of Amun and oh, yeah. Benjamin. Okay, wait. We gotta go back to Christmas. Oh, we're not done with Christmas. No. Oh my God! On I blocked it out was again. Was an intricately braided quilleute version of a promise ring. Edward had gritted his teeth over that one, but it didn't bother me. Soon, so soon, I would what? be giving her to Jacob for safekeeping. How could I be bothered by any symbol I mean, of the commitment I was so relying on? 
okay, right. I read that line and I was like, okay, fine. If you literally think that Jacob is going to save your daughter and that's the only scenario where this is going to happen, I'd be like, yeah, okay, make my daughter a promise bracelet, whatever. Um, But the fact that it's a version of a promise ring. Promise rings are only sexual. True or false? I mean, true, right? It's like we are going to be together and get married. Like, it's like a pre-engagement, right? Yeah, like, I don't know I any other version myself of to you. a promise ring. And I, mean, I just like somehow, a, a more something, friendship bracelet. for me, somehow I cannot imagine a two-year-old in, I mean, a three-month-old in a two-year-old's body being able to consent to receiving such an object. If it really were, like, this is, like, like a best friend (laughs) bracelet you know like yours says best friend friend. sure sure. whatever but But the fact that it's a promise promise ring it's like look anybody if we happen to have any listeners who are like no it's not grooming blah 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 answer for this like it's right in and answer for this it's not a like hi i am proposing to you that i give you this thing it's just a christmas gift which means you're expected to just receive it there's no question involved i feel like even if there were a question (laughs) it's so inappropriate that it's like i can't even get to that point it's the fact that it was in his head at all to give this gift a promise ring look why did she have to use those words why couldn't it have Call just a been bracelet. a little bracelet with a little Best wolf on forever. it? Yeah. You know, that that would be fine. In fact, it'd be cute. Yeah. You know, because Bella has bracelet. a bracelet with a wolf on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would have been really cute if it was like a another wolfy bracelet. Wow. Oh, Stephanie. Oh. I also have to assume that she has made up the idea that the Quileutes have a bracelet that is equivalent to a promise ring. Like, that, oh, ha- that has to be intended. I actually intended to look into that before this, and I forgot. But it seems I'm, unlikely. I'm sure I mean, it's possible, but it seems unlikely. That that's they a probably thing. have them in gift shops now, though. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's all. That's Christmas. <laughs> Oh, uh, it looks like uh, it's then, in the movies too. I haven't seen, I haven't I seen the later movies. Uh, oh but this article from 2012 says, first look, Renesmee's promise bracelet oh, from Jacob. God, I hate everything. They sold them at Hot Topic. That's of course weird. they did. That's so gross. Okay, so well, anyway, anyway, so we're back in the Collins. <laughs> yeah everyone's talking about Alistair leaving and they're all shook up by it like uh oh one of us is left because they think this is too real that we're probably gonna die and then they're kind of left to like reevaluate like okay well now if we really think that fighting and dying is an option maybe we want to change our answers IDK and as Um, Maya was saying there's this whole thing with Amon and Benjamin. As a reminder, Amon created Benjamin. Benjamin is the avatar. Yeah. And... Created Benjamin because 
he thought he figured he probably would be the avatar Avatar. right doesn't seem like from any actual paternal feelings other than i just want to have a powerful dude in my coven yes so now benjamin is trying to stay and amon's trying to peace out and now amon is like accusing carlisle of stealing his child and everybody else except for him is like he can do whatever he wants (laughs) Yeah. I can do whatever I want. You can do whatever you want. He can do whatever he wants. Nobody's stealing any people. Yeah. It's called free will. (laughs) And Amun says to Benjamin, I gave you life. You are wasting it. And Benjamin, who normally is like a pretty chill, fun, sweet guy, is like, it's a pity you couldn't replace my will with your own in the process. Perhaps then you would have been satisfied with me. Which is like, ooh, cold as hell, love it. (laughs) It's like, yeah, like, you, there is a lot in this book specifically about free will and, like, the ability to do what you want to do. And it's like, yeah, just because you have a child or create another vampire doesn't mean that, like, they are going to be a reflection of you and will do whatever you want them to do. Like, nobody owes you that. Everyone is an individual. ass person yeah <laughs> like he he was created to, he was changed into a vampire as an i think he's an adult is he a teenager he might be like a teenager i think but still you're like yo he's he's a fully grown you're not he's his real dad <laughs> what how like what's the history between these two how did how did Amun, i still want to like, know how him? does he know that he's gonna be the avatar i don't know i don't know like he like spot him playing lacrosse and be like, ah, uh, yes, that one is special. Like, I don't know. Spotted him flying. It's kind of predatory and weird. Yeah, no, I um, hate it. And uh, he like acts like he has like ownership over him. I'm like, you definitely don't look at him as like a person. You look no. at him yeah. as like a commodity. Exactly. He sees him as a tool. I yeah. feel like what's so interesting to me about Amon's like perspective in this is that it's so transparent. He's not even pretending to be like, you and I have been through so much together. No. Let's not risk this. It's not worth it. Like, there's so much fun life for us to live together still. Right. You're just Like, we're a family. Yeah, like, you and and I are, like, meant to, like, explore the world together. Like, we don't need to get into all this. He's literally like, you're supposed to do what I want you to do. Yeah. He's so transparent. (laughs) I'm like, why are you friends with him? (laughs) Carla. <laughs> why are you still like hanging he... around benjamin yeah it like... sounds like he sucks yeah then we um... get into the romanians we're like listen this is definitely going to turn into a fight because the voltories want it to be a fight and so we should probably stay and fight because if they're ever going to go down it's probably now and then yeah. they're like, we've waited 1,500 years for this. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if that sounds that long to me. 1,500 sounds like you know? a long time to me. It feels pretty long to me because it's like, to me, being mad for 45 minutes, I'm like, ooh, I'm, I've sure. always been mad. They have been yeah. mad for a long time. It was a long time. Um, yeah. I think almost nearly everyone decides that they're just going to fight and die yeah. if necessary. Was, is it just not everybody some of yeah. them were like i don't know yet oh, peter and charlotte weren't sure yet peter and charlotte and randall and mary are like nah, yeah. i don't know they were like game time decision for game sure. time i appreciate that like yeah we'll see how we feel in the moment yeah 
And then Siobhan is kind of like, well, I don't know about this either. I feel like that's very wise um, from a survivor perspective. (laughs) You know, you don't want to show your cards too early. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You don't want to reveal your alliance before you have to. Right, that's a rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but essentially almost everyone decides that they're just going to, yeah, they're like, yeah, I mean. Yeah, nobody else leaves. I know. Yeah. The werewolves are hyped. They're hype. <laughs> and every vampire is like, wow, you wolves are, like, really stupid. You have no idea what you're getting into. Like, this is, like, we want you helping, but, like, your perspective, you're very naive. And the wolves are just like, you don't know anything. <laughs> like, well, you wolves are, like, 17 to 20. And all of these guys are a million years old and actually have dealt with the Voltori before. So maybe they Listen do to know them. more than you on this topic. LOL. Um, and I guess that's when Bella has her breakdown when they're hunting after this. Yeah, and it just feels like such old news. I know. Like, we were she is kind of talking like, about how I felt really dumb sense. for not thinking of this for many months. <laughs> It is like, yeah. Yeah, you are supposed to have the smartest brain ever. You're a vampire who thinks about everything, and you didn't think of this. Like, come on. You sound like a dumb vampire. She's basically just saying, like, okay, so part of our strategy operates around my power. What if my power doesn't work? It's like on these particular. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's like, yeah, it might not. We have that always. That also was already. True. Right. It's like yeah, it was they decided that they knew this thing about her and that like, well, it'll probably work on Alec, but they were well, never a hundred percent sure. Their their hypothesis was that anything that affected Bella's mind doesn't work. And Bella just came to the realization that LOL Renesmee's power is entirely in her mind. And so she's yeah. like, uh, our hypothesis is wrong. I don't know then what makes it that, so that I can be a shield. And then Edward's like, no, I th- I still think that's the hypothesis. Just Renesmee is like a really sharp uh, mind piercer. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also kind of weird because Bella has this plan that from a reader perspective feels like it was internal to her. Like, I'm going to try to push out Ooh, my shield mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and give, you know, them the opportunity to take out these two Volturi members in particular so that mm-hmm. everybody else has a shot. That's mm-hmm. never the established plan right. that everybody's like, yeah, that's what we're going for and what we hope happens. It doesn't happens. really seem like they are planning anything at all besides. No. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they're we not don't, we planning don't know what, like, for a fight. <laughs> Jasper and Emmett, are, they could totally be planning. Totally. They could have a whole... Little... But I just mean the plan is that the witnessing will work. Yes. You know, the they're not hoping no fight, for it. They've only Clearly, come... most of the people think that there's going to be a fight. Right. Well, they've only come to that, like, definitive conclusion in this chapter. So maybe we should expect them to be planning in the next chapter. Maybe. But it's just, you know, for the possibility of a fight that they have been discussing, right. no one has said our strategy is going to revolve around your power, Bella. Right. But suddenly she realizes there's this hole in the strategy, and she falls apart, and it's like, nobody else was even thinking about that. No. 
That was all you. Nothing has changed. It's a classic Bella. Yeah. Um, That's the chapter. Is that it? That's about it. How does this chapter even end? I guess they're also like, well, she's definitely going to be able to talk to Arrow, but like, we already knew that. She being Renesmee. She, she being Renesmee. And then they're like, but will it work? Which is the same as Which is the way, which what we've just been talking about the whole time. All right, I guess best sentence, worst sentence. Let's I do don't it. know that I have either of these. Me neither. I mean, my worst is definitely the promise <laughs> one, but I want to pick something else. Okay, you know what? I'm going to do a most question mark, question mark, question mark sentence. Um, this is Bella thinking about the eventuality where Jacob and Renesmee run together. And it's like, what would she say to Jacob? Like a final message. Um, if it's ever safe again, take her, Renesmee, to Charlie. Tell him the whole story someday. Which, hilarious, because it's like, the not knowing about vampires is supposed to help keep Charlie safer, right. so tell him the whole story one day. Like, never tell him the whole story. <laughs> tell him how much I loved him, how I couldn't bear to leave him even when my human life was over. I just think it's funny that Bella really is like, I was raised by my mom i was always closer to my mom but after these two years with my dad i'm really ready to kick renee to the curb yeah. uh, but it's charlie that i can't bear to leave um, and also she has not expressed any of that this whole book no no not at tell all. him he was the best father no he wasn't no he wasn't um, <laughs> fair enough to tell him that um i guess that's sure. a kindness, i guess after like, a death wasn't. moment yeah, yeah i would be like yeah you're the best yeah, you know, you say it, but it's not true. Tell him to pass my love on to Renee, all my hopes that she will be happy and well. What is Renee supposed to make <laughs> of this when Charlie is like, hello, Bella has disappeared, but <laughs> Jacob came by and said to tell me to tell you that Bella sends her love and hopes you will be happy and well. <laughs> what? It's a stupid plan. It's horrible. So that's my best and worst. Uh, it combines to question mark, question mark, question mark. Um, I think my best sentence is that Edward got Charlie a Christmas present and Charlie spent all morning reading the thick instruction manual to his new fishing sonar system. He's yeah. such a dad. <laughs> I thought that was fun. <laughs> My best is right at the beginning where she's driving up to the house and Edward is playing the piano and she hears the song morph through a bridge and change into my lullaby. Edward was welcoming me home, which is like kind of barf inducing, but really cute. It's cute. And we're all here for that. And you know what? Cute, we were so. here for the Edward Bella moments. Yeah. I didn't sign up for this whole book being about a baby. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess my best slash worst is the fact that once Bella figures out the Renesmee thing, she's like, you thought of this a long time ago, didn't you? And Edward is like, yeah, the first time she touched you, I thought about it. <laughs> yeah, it just seems seems logical. 
have mentioned it for the just, past several months. I mean, yeah, I feel like as Edward, as someone who literally hasn't been able to read Bella's mind I mean, the yes, whole fair. time, of course he'd he was be like, the whole time. I was oh, thinking about it the first can't time. Work. Right. I was thinking about it the first time Renesmee touched her, but Bella was not. I just... Oh, boy. I don't know that I have a worst. Like, I don't know. I just didn't care about anything in this chapter. <laughs> then it, I guess it wasn't art. If it didn't make you feel anything, then it was I not art. I felt impatient. Wow. Wow. Ready for it to be done. Oh my god, Maya, we didn't even ask about the Survivor finale. Oh my gosh. Um, I mean, <laughs> I... Spoilers for the Survivor finale, so take that in mind. Um, skip to the end if you need to. Uh, I said that as long as it was one of the Tika 3, I would be happy. It was one of the Tika 3, but it was not my Queen Carolyn, which breaks my heart. However... I saw a lot of Carolyn-related posts. Yeah, because she's the best. She didn't get a single vote, which is a tragedy. I heard that Sia gave them all money. Yeah, Sia gave her $100,000 just to be like, I love you. You are great. The Uh, singer Sia. The singer Sia is a Survivor super fan. Um, But to be fair to the jury, what we saw in the edit, I really feel like Carolyn kind of did flub the final tribal council because... Her confessions were, like, her confessionals were so good, and the way she described her game and her strategy was so effective, but when she was actually in front of the jury, she was not conveying her game in the same way. And it's like, mm. tell them what you told us. arguments right. were not yeah. convincing. Tell them what there. you told us. If you just tell them what you told us, they will want to vote for you. And she just... Didn't pull it out at the final moment, but everyone online loves her. I'm so proud of her, even though I really wish she had won, but I understand why she didn't. And my friend got a cameo from Carolyn as a gift to his husband, um, and it was the funniest thing in the entire world. She kept saying things and then, like, posing, (laughs) which was so good. Um, and she, you know, was going off just like a little bit of information about these people. And at one point she was like, you know, if you and your husband can like play these role playing games together, then you two can get through anything. You are so small, so strong. And then she very quickly transitioned into, and you know what? Fuck him. You don't even need him. Which was like, where did that come from? What? And then she was like, no, don't screw him. He's lovely. He loves you so much. But you don't need him. Wow. And it's like, yeah. what? And then my favorite part, she goes, she's like trying to hype him up, you know? She's like, you are resilient. You are wonderful. You are powerful. And she strikes a pose. <laughs> and she leans into the camera and she goes, you are a gamer. <laughs> wow. I was screaming with laughter. She, like, couldn't decide what to call him either, even though his name is, like, in there. So she was calling him different things the whole time. And, like, wow. doing her little pose. Like, I just loved it. Um, she's an icon. I'm so happy for her that that the internet loves her and is <laughs> celebrating her because she That's great. It. That's incredible. So that's the Survivor finale. <laughs> wow, thanks. I also want to give up. We gave this update on the bonus episode this month, but I went to see Taylor Swift this month, and it was incredible. So 
uh email us with questions comments survivor commentary or oh, eras tour updates at twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com if you'd like to support us check out patreon.com slash twilightfacepodcast it is relevant to the pod because taylor lautner was an ex-boyfriend and True. everyone's talking yes. about uh the new is it speak now yeah, speak now. Yes. Speak now. Taylor's version. Yes, he's become recently somewhat famous the, again for, the news. for his response saw, to this. I saw a TikTok of him talking about the Taylor Kanye moment. What? Super randomly. I he apparently saw, like, has a, a podcast with his it. wife. I think this is uh, like whose a... name is also Taylor. Right. And... Taylor's just really taking this moment to like propel himself <laughs> back <laughs> in the fame. He's trying to set the record straight. And he was talking about how he couldn't hear what was happening between them. And so he just assumed it was a scripted moment. And so in the video, he's like smiling and laughing because he can't tell what's happening. And so he's just like chuckling And he's along. an actor. So he looks like an asshole. Job. But he just couldn't tell what was going on. And then Taylor Swift turned around toward him and he was like, oh no, something is very wrong. Uh-oh. Were they dating at that same time? Yes, it sounded like wow. they, that was when they were dating. Wow. I could be incorrect, but I believe so. Yeah, which, very rough. Anyway. Um, <laughs> also, if we're talking about Taylor Swift, um, fuck her for dating this Maddie Healy character. <laughs> I just want to drop that into, into there. Um, okay, well, I don't know much about him. I don't know anything about him. I just know that based on the new song drops, she broke up with Joe a long-ass time ago, so... Um, Maddie Healy is a literal Nazi. <laughs> uh, so, now you know. I read this great article, this op-ed yesterday, I'll send it to you guys, about how it is a little ridiculous that everyone is drawing the line at this Maddie Healy thing because Taylor has uh, displayed a, really a, a complete lack of caring for various social things and being, I don't know, progressive in that way. Yeah, it's and, like, oh, this is... And they're like, well, like, of course, She was always like this. Of course, it's her, whatever her latest relationship is, like, it's got you all in a tizzy, like... She's always been bad, actually. Right, she's always like, made, like, bad choices, but, like, everyone is really upset about this boy decision, in particular. Um, well, it sounds like I have some catching up to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just mean, you know, like... it's not like a judgment on anyone who <laughs> likes Taylor Swift. Because I also like Taylor Swift. It is a judgment on Taylor Swift. If you'd Thanks. like to support Thank us, check out patreon.com slash Podcast. Thank you to our patrons, Melina, Bridget, Karen, Ed, Laura, Andrea, Lini, Chance, Kings, Gamut, Miriam, Melissa, Rachel, Olivia, Speed, Hannah, and Madeline. Wow. And follow us at Twilight underscore phase on Twitter and Instagram. Those are the ones that matter. Disclaimer, we own nothing. The Twilight universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Audio editing by... Maya Marley. I mean, it's supposed to be me. I really don't know um, how realistic it is, but I'm going to do my best. Audio editing by okay. somebody. Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mori. We'll be back next week. And if you don't like it, you can fight me. Bye. Bye. Bye.